0: Hello, and welcome to episode number 330 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, super excited to be back here in your earbuds again this week. And I just wanna thank you all for leaving ratings and reviews. I know I've been asking for them a lot. I will continue to ask for them. So sorry, not sorry. But if you have left a rating or review, thank you so much. It really just takes a few seconds of your time. And it's a huge help to me as a podcaster, um, especially with that organic growth. And as a small business owner, that's just so important. So thank you, thank you. Ratings, reviews, subscribes, sharing this episode or other episodes that resonate with your friends or just like that one friend that you think would benefit is so helpful, you know, because it just tells the algorithm that people like the show and they should get the show out in front of more people who are searching. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. So today I'm going to talk about intuitive dating. Now, last month I talked about self-trust, actually a three-part series on self-trust. And today I want to talk about intuitive dating, which is related to self-trust because ultimately building self-trust helps you to date intuitively. Now, of course, You probably know if you've been listening to the show that I do have a program called Intuitive Dating. I will be talking about that program at the end of today's episode. However, today's episode, yes, I'm talking about intuitive dating, but I'm talking about intuitive dating, like the act of intuitive dating. And if it resonates and you want to get better at it, then my program Intuitive Dating will probably be a good step <laughs> for you to do. Or if you're in the fixer picker challenge or the fixer picker adventure and you like it and you want to dive more, then again, of course, intuitive dating will be great for you. But again, I will talk about that program specifically and how you can sign up in a little bit. First, again, I want to talk about intuitive dating. So let's talk a little bit about what I mean when I talk about intuitive dating. And to talk about intuition, you really have to talk about your head and your body. Those are two different like I mean, obviously, they're entities. Like, there's like there's your head, and then there's the rest of your body, like in a very literal sense. So, of course, that is certainly true. But I also just think, like, an energetic perspective, they're different. You could think of, you know, again, I hesitate to use masculine, feminine. Energy language because that can get convoluted in all sorts of weird ways, but you can think of fat masculine and feminine energy. You can also think of Yin and Yang energy, or Sun and Moon. You know that kind of polarity. And your head is more of the masculine energy. It's the this, this, this. It's like the logic. It's the it's the reason. It's the let's do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to check it off the list, and boom, 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 done. Right? Like that's that's your head. Um, when you are deciding what to do, when you are writing pro con list, that's your head right? Your body is more related to feminine energy, or yen energy, or the moon energy, that's all more of the feminine, right? So it's the energy of expansion, it's the energy of feeling, it's the energy of just taking up space, but there's no boundaries, right? The masculine is like the space holder, the boundary. Um, and so that's why you need the two of them to work together, right? Like if you're just, if you're just like in the head, then you're like, then you're doing this and you're doing this and this because it all makes logical sense, right? And this is the next step and the next step and you do this. If you're only operating from more of like the intuitive side of you, then it's like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then that feels good. And some people like think that's better. And that's cool. If you think that's better. However, in my opinion, I think there's definitely places in your life to be like that for sure. However, there needs to be some sort of like structure to hold that space, that intuitive space that you are, Carrying out, especially if you're talking about being in a relationship with somebody else, because think about it's like, oh, I'll just see you when I see you. It's like, no, you might want some parameters and some like agreements around (laughs) being in a relationship and what that actually means, right? So you've got to have the feminine, masculine, or the head and the body working together. And I would say not and, but however, we live in a society that favors and values the masculine over the feminine and that favors. The attributes associated with the head than the attributes associated with the body, right? And so when we're talking about intuitive dating, you actually want the two working together. It's not that your head or the feminine or the moon energy is better. Um, and it's also, of course, not that the, the body or excuse me, the head or masculine is, is wrong, right? You need them working together. However, we live in a society that teaches you not only that you know, again, the, the qualities associated with mass and energy, the qualities associated with the head are better, but also teaches you to disconnect from your body, right? Just teaches you that your body is wrong. It's too fat or too old or too wrinkly or too who knows what else in some way. And so a lot of people, especially women just run around, you know, with like their heads attached to these entities, aka bodies, but completely disconnected and actually almost like having some sort of like, like a, just like a difficult relationship with their body, because again, it's too old, too fat, too something. And so they're, so like your relationship might just be like, okay, I'm going to only eat this many calories. I'm going to burn this many calories or whatever. I've talked extensively on the show, how that was my relationship for a really long time. And when you, when you hate your body or don't like your body, you feel disconnected from your body. It's really hard to one, just feel intimacy. I'm not talking about like, just literally like, (laughs) you know, masturbating or whatever. I'm talking just like intimacy, like emotional intimacy, because into me I see is intimacy. And that certainly includes just feeling really comfortable in your skin, your body, and not even talking about sex, although of course that's part of it. We feel pleasure in the body. We experience a lot of our emotions and our feelings in the body. And also the body is really where we can experience um, fun and vitality and health, and all of those things. And so when we run around um, disconnected from that, we're really only relying on the powers of the of the head of the mind to do things that that it's not necessarily good at right so when you date only from your head you're more likely to date from autopilot you're more likely to date based on behaviors that come from society and or Family of origin. So, for example, if dating feels a lot like a job interview, or you're just like looking down a checklist, like check, 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 um, or you just feel really unengaged, or it's harder for you to spot emotional manipulation or gaslighting, or maybe you're judging others based on arbitrary factors that may or may not actually have any indication as to the longevity or the success or if this person is right for you or not. All of those are signs that you're actually just dating from your head because again, your head is not really great at dealing with the nuance with, well, how do you actually feel, right? Like you've ever been in a situation where you're dating someone, you're like, they seem great on paper, like they check all the boxes, but then usually like you're not engaging the body, the intuitive part of you as well as you could be because you're like, well, this person seems great. They have all these things and why don't I feel it? Well, you might not just feel it because you're disconnected from your body and so you're not feeling very much at all. Or you're not just really being honest with yourself that yeah, sure, just because this person's great on paper doesn't mean they're great for you. And that's where working with the head and the body together are really important. And so a lot of your behaviors can, again, like I said, come from either family of origin beliefs, or larger societal beliefs that, you know, probably have some overlap with your family of origin, because, you know, your family of origin is also part of society. So for example, um, let's say you have beliefs that being in a relationship makes you more worthy or that the right relationship shouldn't be so hard, or it's easier to date when you're skinnier, or a man has a plan, or if they need me, they won't leave me, or, well, they should know what I want. They should know what I feel. They should know what I what I need. If you have beliefs around men should make the first move. If, they, if you have beliefs around this is the best I can do. These beliefs are very different, but what you can see is you can kind of catch either maybe related to some of these beliefs or you have other beliefs going on. You can begin to see, oh, how do my behaviors actually come from some of these beliefs. So for example, if you believe this is the best you can do, you might put up with a bunch of crap in your love life, you might be eating a bunch of shit sandwiches, do you know what I mean? Or if you believe men should make the first move, well, maybe you're not Maybe you don't have boundaries, maybe you have walls up and no one's really going to make the first move because it's they assumed they're going to be rejected. Do you know what I mean? What I'm, my point is, is that when you're, when you're not operating with the head and the body together, when you're not operating intuitively, basically, you're just going based on beliefs and beliefs are a part of the mind. And you're just operating on autopilot because you're believing as if these beliefs were absolute truth. And while some beliefs you might have, depending on what it is, might have some truth in them, there's... Most likely not absolute, but when you're acting as if they're absolute, it can lead to some behaviors that may or may not really take you to the relationship or lead you to the relationship that you want. So, I just want to just pause there for a moment. And you can even just, you know, take a moment to think about, well, what are some of the governing or guiding beliefs that you have in your love life? So, again, some other examples might be, well, I should just be grateful, or my expectations are too high, or if I ask for something, I'll be naggy or I'll be needy. Boundaries push people away. They're going through a lot right now, so I just need to be patient or I need to be sympathetic or whatever. I have to choose between being independent or being in a relationship having needs makes me needy. Maybe I'm just making all this stuff up and they're right. These are just some examples, right? Think about, I mean, maybe some of these beliefs um, resonated, but I want you to just think about a belief that you have and then just ask yourself, like, what's an action that you take based on that belief? You know, again, maybe if you believe, well, I'm just being too much. Or I'm just, my expectations are too high. Then an action might be or it might be more of a lack of action, not asking for what you need, not setting a boundary, not leaving a relationship. Because again, you have this belief of I'm just asking for too much, my expectations are too high. Or younger women can have this, but not me. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? Okay. So intuitive dating invites you to stop all that. <laughs> when you're dating intuitively, you are using your head, right? Because your head will be the part of you that decides your preferences, your values, your needs, where your boundaries are. But your body, aka the intuitive part of you, the part of you that feels things, would be the part of you that is more of like your compass. Are we going to go this way or are we going to go this way? Does this feel like it's aligned with my preferences, my values, my needs, my desires? Or does this way feel like it's aligned with my preferences, my values, my needs, and my desires? Right. But but again, you've got to have both. Because if you're only dating from your head, from logic, then you're in a position where you're going to be much more likely to make, I don't want to say bad decisions because I don't like to think of things as good or bad, but let's just say not ideal decisions. Again, because you could be potentially making decisions based on old beliefs that aren't true that either come from society and or family of origin. You're just operating out of autopilot, or again, you're just looking for these check boxes and you're like, okay, just check, 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 where is he? And really, there's so much more to that than building a, um, an, you know, your ideal relationship. So when it comes to intuitive dating, there are four goals that I have for you. The first goal is taking more intuitive-based actions rather than fear-based actions. So fear-based actions are when you take action based on old beliefs that are either straight up fears or are probably not true. So for example, going back to the example of if you believe that maybe your expectations are too high, you're expecting too much, then there's a little bit of fear in that. It's like, ooh, maybe I can't have that. That's wrong or that's that's bad at me or it's not possible or I've been maybe even told you're too much or too emotional or too needy or whatever, right? There's There's some fear baked into that. And so you could be taking an action based on that, like, ooh, I'm not gonna ask for this because I don't wanna seem like I'm too much or I'm not gonna ask for this because it seems unreasonable. I don't wanna ask for this because they're gonna get angry with me, right? Where do you think that's gonna lead you? Do you really think that's gonna take you to the relationship that you want? Of course not. Taking more intuitive based action, however, I mean, can have some fear wrapped in because like sometimes that means putting yourself in a pretty vulnerable situation or position. However, it will get you to ultimately where you want to go. So for example, let's say you're dating someone and you're not really, something's not working, right? Like you need something, you're not getting the level of communication, you're not seeing them as, as often, or you don't have like that, are we together or not, you know, clarified or whatever it is. So maybe you have a conversation, you ask about it, right? Again, the fear based action might be like, "Eh, I don't want to do that, I'm gonna wait for that other person to say something. So I have to get rejected, right? The intuitive based action would be, I'm going to have this conversation because it's really bothering me to not know or to not have this thing. And I know that this might lead to a rejection, right? Like in the shorter term, this might not lead to the outcome that I'm hoping for. And the longer term, though, it's going to because if this person wasn't the right person or not able to meet whatever need you have, then well, obviously better to know that sooner rather than later. So while intuitive based actions might have some, you know, using some sports talk, I guess, short term pain, <laughs> um, there's much more opportunity for long term gain. The other goal of intuitive dating is accepting pain as just part of the process, but avoiding suffering. So this goes kind of piggyback off of what I was just saying, and that you can't avoid rejection. In other words, you can't avoid bad feelings, or I shouldn't say bad feelings, but feelings you don't want to feel. Pain, rejection, hurt, grief, all of those sadness, all of those emotions are just part of the deal. So long as you are dating and looking for your person, This is always a possibility. You cannot avoid that. Avoiding this is ultimately shutting yourself down so much that you don't feel anything or it's just not dating at all, which are choices you can make. But of course, there are consequences to those choices. Um, But you can avoid suffering. Suffering is ultimately resisting what is. So for example, if someone just rejected you, you might feel pain. You probably will feel pain, sadness, maybe some anger some grief, just maybe embarrassed, maybe some other feelings that aren't the most comfortable feelings in the world. Again, that's just part of it. But those feelings will pass if you let them run their course and just do what they're going to do. If you resist it, like, oh, I don't want to feel like this or resisting like, oh, I don't want to get into that or let me just move on and just start dating this other person or let me just try to distract myself to Ultimately, that will lead to suffering. And that Is um that's not great. (laughs) It's a really hard place to um today. And look, we all get into places from time to time where we're just like, fuck all of this. And just like resisting everything. We're just really more in that suffering place. I'm talking more about like having a prolonged experience there. That really, you know, is not going to be super helpful for you. And also you can largely avoid. But again, you cannot avoid rejection. You cannot avoid all pain and relationships and dating. It's just the way it is. The other thing that intuitive dating allows you to do is to be more discerning rather than judging. I talk a lot about this. If you've ever taken my online dating course, your online dating blueprint, I talk about this, but it's true in all parts, honestly, of life, but certainly relationships and dating. So judgment is that guy was like this and he did this and we're an asshole. And da-da-da, And you're like playing it out in your head of like what a jerk this person was and how they just did that. And they shouldn't have done that. And they did this and like how bad and wrong and who are they and who they think they are and blah, 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 blah. That actually takes a lot of emotional energy to do that. Not to mention time, especially if you're talking about the same thing, you know, with like 20 of your friends, it's just draining um, emotionally and just energetically. It's just not a fun place to be And it's, I think over time, that's really what can lead to bitterness, jadedness, burnout, just wanting to like say, screw it to everything. And that's not what I want for you. Discernment, however, is simply yes or no. And that's intuition, right? Judgment is like the mind, like working in overdrive, right? It's trying to justify why this person is wrong and you're right and you're better than them or whatever. Discernment is just simply that person's behavior. That's a no for me. And then just moving on. Not like uh, my, my first coach I worked with, she called these problem press releases where like someone did something. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. And like I would like fire off a text to like 20 people to see who responded first. I just needed to like stew on it with them. And then like three people would respond really quickly. And I'd have to be having like three different text conversations about what was going on. And then like I'd be over it. And then two hours later, like two other people would respond, like, oh, I'm over it. Now I have to get back into it and I have to tell them like everything. And I have to like, you know what I mean? So that's not what you want to do. Discernment is just like. I don't agree with this, or this is not for me, or this person's behavior is not for me, or this person's not for me, or whatever it is. You're not judging the person. You're not making them a villain. You're not making them bad. You're not making them wrong. That's not your job. It's just, and and, and also you deserve to spend your time and energy elsewhere. That's going to actually take you to where you want to go. And so it can just simply be a no. So in my online dating course, that's just simply like a unmatch and delete and move on. Like you don't have to police their behavior. You don't have to like justify. You don't have to like play along. You don't have to like do any of that. It can just be a no. Um, But this is true in all parts of dating. If you meet somebody, regardless if it's on the apps or not, if someone says something, does something, again, you don't have to try to make them wrong. You don't have to police them. You don't have to talk them through it. You don't have to mother them. You don't have to like coach them or the therapist or whatever. You're just like, you know what? It's not for me. I'm going to move on. And your intuition helps you make that strong, clear, like discernment. And I'll talk about this more in the program, intuitive dating, but ultimately your intuition only knows two words, yes or no. If you've got a lot of other chatter going on, it's not your intuition. That's, that's your mind. Um, I'm often asked the difference between an intuitive no and fear. And generally speaking, fear has a lot of chatter. I'm not talking about like fear as in like something is like like really going on, like you're on a trail and a bear's chasing you, right? Or you're in a truly scary situation on a date or whatever. Like fear is absolutely <laughs> what you want to kick in because that's going to get your adrenaline and like your fight or flight response going. And that's, you know, that's survival, right? I'm not talking about that kind of fear. I'm talking about fear of like, oh my God, is this person like me? Are they going to reject me? When do see? I'm talking about that kind of fear. That kind of fear is your head. It's like spinning all these stories, creating all these possible scenarios, you know, making your mind go a million miles an hour. Um, that's fear. An intuitive no is just like a simple, quiet, like, hey, this is a no, 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 let's let's go, no, no. Right? That's your that's an intuitive no. That's that's the difference. And so when you get good at discernment versus judgment, um, it this helps with that, right? And that's what intuitive dating allows you to do. And then finally, the other the other goal of intuitive dating is having your body and your head work together. Um, again, body and head, you can think of it as feminine, masculine, yin and yang, sun and moon. One is not better than the other. You need both. If you're dating more from the head, you're a little bit more like job interviewee. You're a little bit more robotic. You're a little bit more going through the motions. Um, dating from your body is a little bit like, and um, this is not really the case for most of the women in my community, but like, it's a little bit more like, I'm just going to go where the wind blows me and who I meet, I meet, and who I have sex with, I have sex with, and whatever happens, happens. And that's not generally the population of people that come to me. Um, but I mean, it's totally possible. Um, but you need a little bit like of the head, you need a little bit more of the mask in there to set like, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. Um, even if you don't want a relationship and you still just want to date around, like, you still have to have those clear, like, I'm not interested in relationships. relationship, I'm interested in this, right? So you still have to have like those discerning powers from the head come in. And so that they can, they can, um, you know, work together. So when you're intuitively dating, here's how it works. You're going to feel something, right? Like someone texts you back, someone doesn't text you back, something happens. Anything can happen at any point in an interaction with someone that you're dating, and you're going to feel something, Right? And I'm talking here in this context of more when you're feeling something that you don't really want to be feeling, like it's it's anticipation, it's anxiety, it's stress, it's fear, it's sadness, it's grief, it's frustration. Like I'm talking more about this when you're feeling good, things are probably, you know, well, that's a different story. We're not going to get into that today. But so when you're when you're feeling big feelings, we'll just say that when you're dating, you got to feel it. You just got to be able to name the feeling. You got to observe the feeling. You got to then you just have to feel the feeling. There's no magical formula or solution to make those feelings go away. I mean, I guess technically, like there are things you can do to make those feelings go away, but that's called numbing, right? And that's not really going to serve you or get you to where you want to go because again, that's going to force you to be dating more from your head, which is not going to be helpful for you. As I've talked about extensively throughout this episode, so you have to just feel your feelings, and sometimes that's not comfortable, but. It's just part of the process because you have to know what you're feeling if you want to get to where you want to go, right? It's like, it's like I just think of like Google Maps, right? Like if you have a destination in mind, Google Maps needs to know where you are right now so it can tell you how to get to where you want to go. And it's very much the same way. Like if you're just like, I'm just feeling like, I don't know what I'm feeling, but I don't want to be feeling like this, then it's very easy to kind of just then latch on to your core wounds or voids from childhood or whatever will fit in to help you just feel some sort of like dopamine hit or whatever, just to feel something that feels somewhat good or, you know, to, to get you out of what you're feeling. So you've got to be able to feel what you're feeling so that you can A, avoid that trap of just getting hooked in with like the hormones and the dopamine, all that stuff going. And then when you're feeling what you're feeling, then you can learn to identify what you're feeling. And then you can move to the next stage just understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Because sometimes you're feeling something because someone did something, right? Someone did something hurtful. They didn't call you back. They broke up with you. They said something rude. They said something mean. They're maybe being manipulative or controlling. So you're going to feel these things. and so You have to understand, oh, I'm feeling these things because these things are happening in my world to make me feel like this and this makes sense, right? Other times you might be feeling something because... It's actually triggering a core wound and it has very little, if anything, to do with with what's actually happening in your present day life. But in order to act appropriately or respond appropriately, you've got to understand why you're feeling the feelings you're having and where they're coming from. Are they coming from your present day self or are they coming from a previous version of yourself, I say previous version, because it could very well be your inner child, which you're probably familiar with, he to my show for a while. But it also could just be a previous version of yourself, a version of yourself in a traumatic relationship, or in a relationship that really just threw you for whatever, you know, for whatever reason, when you understand why you're feeling what you're feeling, then and only then can you like, ah, this is what I need to do. Because sometimes what you need to do is you actually need to do your own inner work, you need to clean up your side of the street. And what you're feeling has little if anything to do with the person that you're dating. Sometimes the other person's misbehaving, or they're not pulling their own weight, or they're not doing what they said they're going to do, or whatever it is, and you need to have a conversation or you need to leave the relationship, or you need to set a boundary or whatever it is. And what I just outlined is ultimately the intuitive dating framework. And this is the framework that I come back to again and again inside my program, Intuitive Dating, because this framework can help you navigate literally any situation that you're in in your love life. I've talked about this extensively. You cannot Google every problem that you're in. And it's probably not the best idea to just ask like a friend either. Because I mean, not that you shouldn't talk about this stuff with your friends or whatever, but sometimes your friends can be maybe not doing their own work. And so they're projecting their own insecurities or fears onto you. Or maybe it's not like your friend's job to like, you know, be your personal Google service for dating. And also, like, again, if you're listening to a a blog or reading a blog or listening to an episode, even on this podcast about maybe a similar situation, it may not be the exact situation, it's probably not the exact situation that you're in. So you have to be able to have the inner tools to be able to guide you to do what is best for you. And frankly, this is a great framework to have if you are working with a coach or a therapist, because nobody knows everything. Nobody knows what is best for you in all situations, only you do. And so when you have this framework, then you can discern and you can actually use it as a filter, whether it's working with me or listening to my podcast or working with someone else like, does this work for me or does this apply for me or how do I feel about this or what does this mean or or whatever it is? And then you can take the self-honoring best decision for you. So the framework, it's feel, understand, deal, which is basically what I just talked about. Feel your feelings, understand why you're feeling it and where they're coming from. And then from there, you can make a decision about what to actually do or not do. Is it more of an inner work thing? Is it more of an outer work thing? Does it even have anything to do with other person, et cetera. And so this framework, I teach you this framework. um, We go very deep into it. I teach it to you over four weeks. And then in intuitive dating, the last two weeks, we talk about how to actually apply the framework to tricky parts of a relationship. The first part is, is this person right for me or not? How do I feel about this person or not? Um, That's week five. We talk about that. Like, are your expectations too high or not? We use the framework to help you answer those questions for yourself. And then in week six, we talk about boundaries and communication. And um, again, in the context of, okay, this is what I feel. This is why I'm feeling it. Now, Based on that, I know I need to have this conversation. Or I need I need to set this boundary. Okay, how do I do that? And that's what we do in in week six. So I just very briefly outlined for you the curriculum to intuitive dating. And so if this feels like a thing that you want to be able to do and apply to your own dating life, and to be honest, like any relationship you have in your life, then I hope you'll consider joining me in intuitive dating this year. Intuitive dating is my new program. I ran the beta version back in the summer, I called it embodied dating then, but I changed it to intuitive dating because I think it just makes more sense. It's more specific to what I'm Actually, helping you do. Um, and it's going to be, I'm going to run it annually. So, which means, you know, at this point, I am planning to run this again in fall 2023. So, a year from now. But, you know, of course, life is unexpected. So, who knows? Um, but that is tentatively my plan to be an annual program. And I just tell you that so that you can make a decision because sometimes I know people run programs like two or three times a year. And so I don't want you to think, oh, I don't want to do it now, but I'll do it in January because it's not going to be available in January. So intuitive dating is my six-week coaching and teaching experience. Everything is live. Um, Obviously, it's all virtual. I teach the lessons live so you can ask questions. There's weekly group coaching calls. Um, I do weekly intuitive meditations to help you embody and integrate the practices that I teach you um, as I'm teaching the framework. Work in the um, teaching sessions. And then there are weekly work-ins and work-ins are like workouts, but work-ins. So they're moving, they're movement sessions, but I pair the movement with mantra to help you embody and integrate the work that we're doing again in the um, teaching sessions and also in the coaching calls. So you can learn all about um, intuitive dating, including the the schedule, the exact outline, the detailed curriculum, everything that you need to know over at veronicagrant.com forward slash intuitive dating. And this is a really honestly one of the best ways to, you know, learn. I don't know about everything I know, but a lot of what I know (laughs) about dating the way I created the curriculum. And honestly, the framework is, I just broke down, I just began to track what I did with clients in each session. And obviously, individual clients are different. And so you know the coaching reflected that, but I did begin to notice patterns and the same things coming up over and over again. And so from that, I ultimately created the curriculum that became intuitive dating. So it's certainly one of the most um, cost-effective ways to learn pretty closely what I do with clients. And then also, of course, there are the weekly group calls. So there are plenty of times to ask questions and get coached by me. We have a private Instagram community where you can Additionally, ask me more questions, I'll do impromptu Q&A boxes and all that kind of stuff. So you can, you know, you'll have support. And then of course, there is the amazing community and the women who did the beta version in the summer were incredible. They're all going to be there this fall as well. And then of course, the new women that will be coming in. It's just going to be a really wonderful community and I'm really excited to be leading it and not just excited, but truly, truly honored and, and humbled. And so I released this episode, if you're listening in real time, it is October 20th. No, not October 20th. It's October 13th. Intuitive Dating, if you joined the fixture Picker adventure, Intuitive Dating is opening for you on Friday, October 14th. If you are not in the Fixed Breaker Adventure, registration opens on Saturday, October 15th. And there is an early bird discount for you for everyone if you join before the end of the day on October 17th. So that's Monday. So if you are listening in real time and you want to join, just know there is that time sensitive deadline at the beginning. Registration for everyone will close on October 21st. So if you are listening to this episode anytime between now and October 21st, 2022, and you're interested in joining, then I you to head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash intuitive dating. And again, I have the pricing as well as the payment plan options, the full curriculum outline. Um, You can read some of the stories from women who did the program over the summer and have already gotten huge benefits, seen huge shifts in their love life, and they were so eager to share about them. So that's all over at that page. And if you're listening to this after October 21st, I encourage you to still go over to that link. And as always, whatever is available will be there. So it'll either be the wait list for fall 2023, or if I decide to put up an on-demand mini version, like a $100 version, that will be there, but I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So just know that if you're listening to this after the 21st, then just go there if you're interested and whatever is available will be there (laughs) for you. Um, But if intuitive dating feels like a fit for you, I would love to have you. It'd be an honor. Again, veronicagrant.com forward slash intuitive dating. We'll put that link in the show notes. If you have any questions, any questions, anything, don't hesitate. If you're like, I don't know, this is my situation. Can you help me? That's a perfect question. You can send that email to support at veronicagrant.com, or you can send me a DM, on Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant, and we can just have a chat about it. Also, if you go to the info page on intuitive dating, there's also a link to schedule a 15 minute gut check call. Um, There are limited spots to that. So if you want to chat with me for 10, 15 minutes to just talk through, ask me any questions you want, um, you know, that'll be um, available to you as well. Because I just want to make sure that if you want to join us, that it's the right fit for you. And that's. The goal of sending me any emails or reaching out to me on Instagram or scheduling the, the gut chat call. So yeah, I would love to have you. I'm so excited to get started with the with the women. I had so much fun running this over the summer in the beta version. And um yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I have nothing else to say about it, except I'm just really excited to, to do this. Um, and again, regardless of whether or not you join Intuitive Dating, I hope you learn to date intuitively. It'll save you so much time and energy and emotion, which you deserve, but also I really do believe it'll get you to where you want to go faster because you're not going to be wasting all of this time in making fear-based decisions. Think about fear-based decisions you've made, staying with someone because you thought they were the best they can do or, or the best you can do or whatever. How much time has that wasted for you, right? It doesn't have to be like that, okay? Intuitive dating can help. And I think just following what I talk about this episode can help as well. All right, my dear, that's all I've got for you. I hope to see you in intuitive dating again, if this resonated, if you're in the fixer picker adventure, that has a very good taste as to what intuitive dating will be like. And it's been so much fun hanging out with you over the past week. Please reach out if you have any questions, hesitations, anything at all, I would love to chat with you. And um, that's all I've got. I'll see you in intuitive dating. And either way, I will see you next week on the podcast with a brand new coaching episode. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen